Hey, everybody. God bless. Welcome to the Be Healed podcast. This is a part two message of how to heal conflict in your marriage. And I just want to tell you, I really believe that part one was so important in understanding the fundamentals, the foundation of having a marriage that God is able to heal and wants to heal. If you have not listened to the previous episode in part one, I highly encourage you to do that. And today we're going to continue the conversation with Jim and Tammy Dixon of Linked Coaching. And we're going to talk about not just the power of agreement in marriage, but how to work toward having unity in marriage. We've got to overcome the conflict. God wants to heal the husband, wants to heal the wife, wants to heal the issues and wants you to be blessed. In fact, God wants to showcase your relationship to the whole world to say this is what marriage and a blessed marriage look like. And we were talking about this idea that when we come together in unity, that there's great power, there's great blessing, and it's something that we've got to go after. But you may be in a situation where you're wondering, how is this going to turn around? And I just want to welcome you both again to the program. It's really an honor to be with you. Um, I just love the presence of God, the gifting of the Holy Spirit in you. And I just want you to just dive in and talk about the goodness of God. Yeah. Yeah. it's, It's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. And so, so many times you People who are in, in a that marriage, you know, I don't know what to do. Well, it's the goodness of God. It's his goodness being made manifest in you that begins to radiate and begins to change the circumstance and situation around you. It begins to change your, your mate. And they begin to see the goodness of God that begins to bring forth the change because it's the goodness of God that, that brings them to the repentance. It brings them to a place for them to change from where they're going to where God wants them to be. Reestablish them where they're, they're going north. He wants them to go south. He wants to set them in the right pathway. So it's that goodness of God. And again, it's his nature, not ours. So if they're seeing us, then they're seeing the wrong concept. They're not seeing that which is the goodness of God. They're seeing the goodness of Jim or Tammy, mm. whatever mm. that's there. But when they begin to see the goodness of God, then that begins to transform everything around them. Tammy, I'd like you to, to address something. So Jim, you're, you're saying it's about the goodness of God. And I think most people can say, yeah, Hey, that's great. And it is, but you're bringing up a point, Tammy, that I'd like you to, to address. You're saying God has to do the changing of our partner. Tammy, I think a lot of people try to change the, the other partner. Right, right. We're only responsible for ourselves. I can't fix Jim. I can't change him. I know that when we were going through the darkest of all dark, I began to take authority over our house and begin to pray and begin to speak forth the answer as if it is that this is what God is doing. And instead of looking at the problem and making the problem bigger than God, I begin to make God bigger than the issues. We got to say that again. God is bigger than the issues. Amen. Right. right. That's so good. Right. It's easily to look at 1000 things that Jim might have been doing wrong. But I begin to declare and line up and speak the word of God 
of what this is what my husband is. This is what he's becoming. And a lot of what I saw was when I began to speak the word of God, that became truth. And so I became became to break out of the lies of this is what the enemy was saying. Your marriage is over. This is a done deal. Instead, I would come into alignment. This is the truth. This is what you're saying, God. Our house, for me and our house, we will obey and live under the Lord. I, I think what you're saying needs to be really digested even before we move on. That there's this idea that we have conflict in marriages. Absolutely. Right? And I'm going to put this out to see what you think about this. I sure. want to tell you what I think, and maybe you've got a same perspective or different. I think one of the biggest problems in marriage counseling or Christian counseling is we look and study the conflict too much, the problem too much. Now, granted, I think we need to understand it. We need to discern it. We need to recognize it. But I don't think that the solution is in the problem. Mm -hmm. No. Jim, talk to us about this. Yeah. What do you think? So think about this for a second. We should be thanking the Lord for the conflict that's being revealed to us. When we're seeing things that are not matching up with the kingdom, then we should be praising the Lord for our spouse that is bringing that forth in us because then that's revealing a hidden area of our life that hasn't been surrendered. But it gives us the opportunity to have great joy to surrender and live a new powerful life in and through him and not just continue doing the same thing which is not leading to the life, the fullness of life that he has. For so us. you're, 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 you're putting a very good perspective on this. You're saying conflict is exposing, revealing, and giving the opportunity for yes. healing. Absolutely. For healing. Absolutely. So beautiful. So it, it's actually going to direct us away from bondage. Absolutely. And it's actually leading us to deliverance. That's right. Yes. That which is not revealed will still stay hidden. And what's worse than a person being deceived than a person being deceived? Why? Because they don't know they're deceived. Mm. But when it, the light of the Lord shines onto a circumstance or situation that's in us, and then it gives us the opportunity to say, oh, I realize that, yeah, that is me. And then I can say, but that's not who I want to be. And then he begins to transform us and begin to heal us so we can live to who he says we are. Then that tra- begins to transform everything around us, especially mm. within our marriage. So I heard you, Tammy, speak about this. And Jim, you're saying it in different ways, but you're saying who we are called to be. You, Tammy, you were declaring who your husband is in God. You're declaring what things shall be. So it seems like you're focused on allowing God to create something new. Yes, absolutely. And it, 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 that word is, behold, I'm making all things new. And we agree with that. And we, we come in agreement. Though it may have looked like this, when God says, I'm making things new in Jim and Tammy, what is that newness? Well, that's something that didn't exist before. It's brand new. It, it, some people may be thinking, but my marriage is beyond help. <laughs> Yeah. You don't know my husband. You don't know my wife. What would you tell them? Yeah. It, it, most of the people that we, we take through our, our marriage coaching, 
And, I, and we do coaching, not counseling, because counseling just wants to talk about it. Coaching is about giving the tools to be able to work with it. Because again, marriage is work. But for us, if people, when we tell them our story, they're like, huh, you guys had the best marriage ever. But if they would have looked back 18 years ago, you know, I was angry, I, you know, pride, perversion and anger all go together. Those three things, ha- they hang a guy around the When you start seeing somebody dealing with perversion and pride and anger is going to be right there around the corner. Those three spirits all hang together. And when you have not been delivered from that, that's what's coming out. And so in our marriage, for me, I can say that I, pride, perversion, and anger was all around me. And even though I was in ministry, and this is what's funny is I was in ministry and God was doing great things, but still I did not have that sanctified life. Yeah. And those things were still being present there. Even though I could see God doing great things. I was not right before him. And then he said, okay, I want all of you. or I want none of you. Well, it's very, very powerful because I think when people look at a, at a marriage or a relationship and they say, this is not going to be better. Um, I think of Lazarus and especially in the, in the realm of physical healing, people say, you know, it's, it's too late. It's too far gone. If there's anybody that I could have preached to them, it would be Lazarus because he was dead for four days. And Jesus said, open the tomb. And what I hear you saying, Jim and Tammy, is we've got to allow God the opportunity to deal with the stuff that's hidden, locked up sealed behind that tombstone. That's right. And you're describing what were some of the things in your tomb. That's right. But you know, I, I always preach this. The gospel converts tombs to temples. Amen. 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 Clean out what's there and replace it with the presence of God. So that, that Lazarus example is beautiful because not only did they open it, he said, Lazarus come forth. What if Lazarus didn't want to come forth? Jim, come forth. What if Jim chose not to stay forth? I wanted to stay hidden into the things I was. Mm. I would have remained in those things. And I would not have seen change. But when he calls you forth, then he begins to transform you. He begins to heal you, deliver you, and set you free. And begins to set you forth that, that you begin to be moved in the way that he says, this is how I created, I formed you fashioned you and set you apart to be so good. I I feel God is giving me something as, as you're speaking that the conflict we think we have or the conflict we think is dangerous is not with the spouse. No, it's with God. So I'm hearing you say that God wants to first fix the vertical conflict. Absolutely. And then he could take, that's right. He can take care of the, horizontal conflict so many times we're going god fix my wife god fix my husband god do that in them and we're always looking at the negatives and always you know it's easy to look at negatives in everybody it's one thing to begin to say okay i see what god sees in them and call that forth that's what tammy did to me but then again at the same thing if we're looking horizontal we have no capability to give them what they really need Mm. but when we're looking 
towards the heavens. We're looking towards the father. Then we have everything we need to give them exactly what they need. Talk with us about the role of the Holy Spirit in this. I just think marriages put too much, a lot of marriage ministries put too much emphasis on communication as being the thing that needs to be fixed. But I think if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you can't fix anything. Well, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, then your tongue has not changed. You're going to continue to speak the same things you always spoke. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, he gives you new utterance to be able to speak life and not death. To bring forth the, those things that are necessary needed instead of those things that just of what I feel. Mm-hmm. It changes that propensity of your thought to declare those things that God has in store. And so when we began to look at the Holy Spirit, that he is the one who's actually in John 16, it says that, as Jesus releases it from the kingdom, the Holy Spirit immediately releases it to us because he is, Jesus already interceding for us in behalf of the Father. So he's already receiving everything from the kingdom. The Holy Spirit is what is brought and dropped and, and activated that in our life and empower us to actually do the things we do. We can do nothing on our own, absolutely nothing on our own, but but through the power of the Holy Spirit working within us, we can do all things. We have to get this. We cannot do this on our own. That's right. The Bible <clears throat> says um, about in First Corinthians, this idea that the spirit knows the things of God. Yeah. And the spirit, I believe, brings that. Absolutely conflict with God to the surface and then with gentleness administers to us. This is the way God is thinking. He, he leads us into that place of healing and deliverance at the levels that we need. Mm. Holy Spirit can look at the levels that we can't even identify ourselves. And Holy Spirit says, spotlight, there it is. Now, what do you want to do with it? You going to keep it and hide it, or are you going to let me have it and let me replace it? Mm. This takes faith, though. It takes mm-hmm. all faith. Your marriage got you, Tammy. You said in some very dark places, but you didn't give up. That's right. And I would say the verse that stood out the most is he says, "I am near the brokenhearted." Though I was in the darkest place, I knew he was near me, and. All I could do was cry out many nights. I would just sit in the floor and I, God, I don't know how to pray, but I can lift my hands towards heaven and say, you intercede for me. I need you. And in those desperate times, I felt like God took over. It wasn't, what could I do? It was, I can't fix it. I, and he began to teach me through the power of the Holy Spirit, how to be the best version of me. How, Tammy, this is what you need to surrender to me. This is what you need to speak. This is how you need to live your life and have your being. I had to have the connection with the Holy Spirit first. And then I began to take authority of our house. We talked about anointing oil earlier. I anointed everything from the bedpost to to anything Jim watched on TV to his, his private area. Anywhere, I just anointed it and declared, this is our sanctuary. The enemy will have no room to place havoc in our home. Yeah. You know, for those who are listening, 
uh, the anointing oil speaks of a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Right. 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 Smeared it yeah. all over. And, and so you were, you were giving recognition, uh, not by power, Zechariah chapter four, verse eight, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. You know what I think is really, really powerful um, that I really want you who are listening to grab this right now. I want you to grab what Tammy just shared because it's going to free you. I love the idea that you surrendered. You lifted your hands. I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to do this. I think that's bringing freedom to people. I think that that's bringing freedom to you who are listening right now. You, you, you don't have to be bound. You don't have to be burdened. You don't have to be shamed, but you do just need to rest in his hand. You, you, you don't need to fix it. Right. The burden to fix it is not yours. The burden is God's, which is no burden at all for him, but that says, Lord, I'm going to surrender. Absolutely. Yeah. And when the Lord looks out there, he's looking off for a humble and contrite spirit. One that's willing to say, I do submit. I do surrender. I give you everything. Because in, in that submission, I, I have this prayer that I do in James 4, 7. It says, submit you for yourself, therefore, unto God, resist the enemy, he must flee. And then 4, 8, draw near to me, and I'll draw near you, part A. But in that submission, here's what I end up doing. I, I don't give the enemy any room to not know what I'm submitting to the Lord. I submit to you my successes, my failures, my dreams, my, desire, my desires, my gifts, my talents, my family, my finances, my ministry, my job, everything. I name it out. So when I submit everything, what else does he have to be able to grab a hold of? Nothing. Because when I submit everything, he's going, what do I have to hold? You've given it all to God. Exactly. Because now I've submitted everything to God and I've laid myself down prostate before him. Now he has to flee because he can't remain where the presence of God is. Mm. And then I have the opportunity to enter into the place where he can teach me, train me, equip me, grow me, take me into deeper things. And so these are those things that happen individually. But as you begin to do that individually, in your marriage, you begin to see the outcomes that God intends for that. So powerful. First Peter, cast your cares upon him. Amen. For he careth for you. Yeah. Surrender and releasing. Let's put the marriage right now. Let's take your marriage if you're listening right now. Let's do it right now. Christianity Absolutely. is about doing, not just talking, right? That's it. That's I just feel we're, we're in an anointed place right now. Let, let me just ask one of you to lead the prayer for us to surrender, to take the problematic marriage and say, God, I put it in your nail scarred hands. That's right. I now take the pressure, the burden, the shame, the guilt. I give it to you. Now, Lord, please. You, you do what only you can do. Come on, let's, let's pray for, cause I feel like there are people who need this right now. Tammy, you're on the other side of it, but they're crying out or maybe they don't know what to do. So guys, go ahead, go ahead and minister. So father right now in Jesus name, Lord, these marriages that, that seem broken and unfixable and unchangeable and circumstances beyond what they can imagine right now in Jesus name, Lord. As they lay themselves down, everything 
before you, submitting all they have, all that, that they can think, their mind, body, and spirit, laying it all out before you. Father, we right now, in Jesus' name, we say the enemy, you have to flee from them. And Holy Spirit, come and invade them right here in this place as they lay everything down, lay their successes and their failures. No room for pride or any inward pride or outward pride to be in their lives. No room for them to hold on to the things that they've always held on to any longer. In Jesus' name, Lord, we release that. And right now we, we lay the, the husband and the wife down. We lay the children down. We lay all the aspects of finances and all these things, all the failures right now at Jesus' feet. And Holy Spirit, I'm just asking right now, as those who hear this would receive you unto themselves and that you would inhabit them, Lord, that you would begin to manifest right there with them, Lord, and clothe them with your righteousness. Clothe them, the righteousness that Jesus gave. It's like the new robe that's your place on them because they are laying themselves down, no longer holding on to their failures and their, their sins and, and all this uh, what-if questions. And Father, in that, in James 4, it says, draw near to me and I will draw near. Let them now choose to stand up with the newness that you have on them and begin to walk in the fullness that you have and begin to teach them, train them, and show them who you say they are and what you want to do in and through them and how you are already working on their behalf, even if they don't see that, they don't feel that, or they don't even understand it. <laughs> we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I pray you've been blessed today. I believe this is the beginning of the journey for many of you. Um, Jim and Tammy, where can people find out about your ministry? They can find us on the website at linkedmc.com. It's a link marriage coaching. Awesome. Guys, our ministry is everyhousenow.org. We want to see Jesus as Lord over every nation, every city, every house. And we partner with ministries like Linked Coaching and partner with individuals like Jim and Tammy because we can do more together than we can do apart. And we're excited that you've joined our listening family. If this is the first time, follow the podcast and do someone a good thing. Share this podcast with them. Let it bless their marriages. And I want to make sure you get a free gift that we're offering all about identity. Just text the word HEALING to 94000 and check out our website at everyhousenow.org. Guys, my name is Steve Hannett. And this is the Be Healed Podcast. We love you. God loves you. He's for you. And you're destined for victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed Podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett. And you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace 
and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I'll look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.